Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Creative Talk. And we have with us today a very special guest. I am amazed with this woman, a very, very talented, awesome human being. Um, she is a brand strategist, a designer, um, and you know, my research tells me she is also good in graphics, graphic, graphic artist also, a businesswoman. She has a lot going on. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm very humble, very kind. You know, her, her aura, her vibe is such uh, full of positivity. All right. Let's all welcome our very own special guest for this episode here in the Creative Talk, Miss Laquela Quay. Peggy. <laughs> that was a, I remember, I remember to pronounce your name correctly. Oh, you did. You did it right. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Thanks show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Right. So I am very excited. Like uh, before we start the recording, I was talking to um, Quay here, guys, and I am just amazed. She has a lot of things going on it you know what my first question before we start this wonderful conversation <laughs> is that do you still have social life Quay? <laughs> I do I do I still time, find time to be social actually um it's just really really a lot of basically managing my time is it has been one of the difficult parts in the beginning but I'm starting to understand I still have to make time for me so that's important Wow. Wow. And, and I will dig into those tips uh, as we move forward. Because guys, for all our listeners and our viewers, Quay managed a lot of, um, she has multiple businesses, you know, making design. And that's not an, an easy thing to do. So mm -hmm. we will find out how she became a great Wonder Woman she is now <laughs> who influenced her and or what influencer okay um Quay, can you can you um tell us the story your journey because that's that's the creative talk all about you know your journey your story who influenced you what influenced you to be who you are right now um well my story is very interesting and, and kind of I'll try to make it as short as possible. Um, but I am initially um, at following college, I worked in uh, the government for a little bit, working in IT security. So I have a background there. Um, and, I, and I got into a point where I wanted to really get into um, project management because that's I am a project manager, but in IT. So that was kind of my way of kind of navigating out of that realm. Um, but I just always had a passion for being able to like, I like helping people, but being able to do things um, where I can kind of see the end result. Like I love doing those type of, of projects or that type of work. But I've always been into tech. Um, growing up was just interesting. Um, when I was in high school is when I noticed that I got really into I think that was when they had like MySpace and things like that started coming out. Um, and I just would get on my You my mentioned MySpace, Quay. You mentioned yeah. MySpace. That was a, that was memories. And I'm a yeah. MySpace user. <laughs> that was so, so long ago. And I'm like, oh, hopefully I'm not, too, well, I'm not that old, but like most of the younger kids now don't really know about MySpace. Hey, interestingly, MySpace <laughs> is still, is still working up to this really? day. 
Yeah, I but but they're not. MySpace is not a social network as as uh, as before. Like when we're using it, it's. I think mm-hmm. you know. I, I may be mistaken, but it's a platform for musicians, independent music artists. Mm-hmm. But it's still working. It's still MySpace. So I have to check that out because I haven't yeah. looked at it in like years. But that's <laughs> where that that's the that's where I I realized I had this like interest in design. Um, but that's where I kind of played around a lot. So, um, and that's kind of what led me when I went to college to go more in the IT world. But um, I was like, really, I had no clue on how to design a, a website. I no clue on, on coding. And that was probably what, 2000, probably was like in 2001, 2002, in that time frame. And I was probably like 13, 14 years old. But I would just Google like, if I've seen a certain effect or if I've seen a certain feature on someone's page, I'm like, I want that on my page. And I would research and figure out how to add that to my page and how to design. And eventually I had it figured out. I would be, it, it would be interesting if I could still find one of my old pages that I designed. Yeah, that would be that, cool, right? <laughs> that would be an interesting thing. But that's where I learned really how to navigate like HTML, HTML code or um just any type of design. So um, when I was in college, I really didn't go into design, but it was more so, again, um, my, my bachelor's is in management information systems um, mm-hmm. and my master's is in information systems management. So I really w- wanted to stay in the realm of just managing IT. But um, once I got out of, of school, like I said, I went to work in the government for a while. And then I was in a situation where they had... Uh, Kind of in the, the U.S., I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it, but we go through um, government shutdowns and things like that. Right, um, right. The yeah. world. And I, w- I was in a temporary um, job at the time, so I got caught in one of the sequestrations where they rifted um, positions. So in that time frame, it was kind of like I'm out of work, just trying to figure things out. Um, and I was out of work probably for about a, a good six or seven months. And then I started doing just some contract work. Um, then I'm, me and my husband relocated to Florida a year later. And I got to Florida and realized, okay, I'm not working. It was hard for me to find a job. So what I did was I always had this aspiration of starting a cosmetic line. And I'm like, okay, wow. let me figure this wow. out. <laughs> I saved up money. And I'm like, okay, I have a couple of dollars. I want to invest it in my business, my beauty business. And that was the whole thing, beauty. That was my goal. Start a, a successful cosmetic line. And I did start the line. I managed to find a job. Um, it was a year contract where I was working. So I'm like, okay, I'll be able to fund this business and still keep up. But when I designed everything, I designed my website. I designed my marketing. I did wow. everything on my own. No help. Wow. Research. And Again, that was a year contract. That contract ended. I'm out of work again. Oh, and I'm like, okay. okay. I don't have money to get my product. It's just hard. But I don't want to shut my website down. I want people to still know Venom. I don't want them to not know what Venom is. So I just would market and promote different things, like seasonal, maybe colors. But I didn't have product. And um, I met someone here. Um, my hairstylist, actually, when I met her, She's a big hairstylist, um, big hairstylist here in Orlando. Her name is mm-hmm. Kendall. Mm-hmm. And she's awesome. Like, she's phenomenal. Everything that she had going on, she just would see some of the things that I was doing. And she's like, well, who designed your website? I'm like, I did. 
who did this? And then I'm like, I did. So it was just me and her would have conversations all the time about just different things that I would do. And she's such an inspiration to me because she would always uh, say, well, you should be doing this. Like that should be something you do. And I'm like, no, nah, that's really not my thing. Cause me, I'm on the whole career thing. I want right, to still right. project management and I still want to have my cosmetic line. <laughs> so it would, it would, it went from that, her seeing me do something and I did something for her. She was like, well, I need some help with something in my business. Could you do it for me? Wow. I said, okay. I did. I designed some stuff for her and then she referred me to some people and I'm like, well, I'm really not a graphic designer. Like, that's really not my thing. Like, I'm really trying to stay in the lane of beauty. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I noticed uh, a year went by, and I'm like, I'm finding ways to, I kept making excuses, one, because Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I was trying to do in my beauty business, a lot of people didn't know I was out of work. So that was kind of something I was kind of, like, trying to keep on the wraps. Yeah, yeah. I would constantly get told, like, you don't have no product, you don't have this, you don't have that, like, just questions, and I'm like, well, I keep making excuses, and I was at this conference, and I heard this lady say, you know, we make excuses about things, but there are ways to still grow your business and not spend money. (laughs) I thought that was interesting, because I'm like, okay, what can I do? where I'm not having to pay for things, but I'm able to offer a service and I can get paid for that service and I can use that money to help grow my business. So I started, you know, whenever I would get a job to do something for someone, I would save that money. I went and got a license to do uh, eyelashes. So I'm like, okay, well, I can do lashes and make money. And then I can do freelance makeup work and get money. So I would do these little odd jobs just to get mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm. But then it still kept leading me to the design. I'm like, here I go. People keep asking me to design for them. And right. that's not my thing. So <laughs> it was just crazy. I had this one day where you get these, I don't know where I subscribe to these affirmation texts. Oh, yeah, yeah, day, yeah. I got one that says, um, and I'm not, no, I'm not sure if you're spiritual, but I got one that said, God wants to use all of you, not some of you. And that was in 2018. I remember the day. And I'm like, okay, I keep getting tasked by people to do graphics. So you know what? I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to start doing this as my business. Wow. Um, do you believe in God, though? I do. Yes. Yeah. I okay. do. And, and I'm big on that because it's like, even though that wasn't something that I saw myself doing, it's like, I ended up, everything was forcing me to design and branding. And I'm like, that's interesting. And I lied to you not, I started this in 2017. Right. And I would do like sales, run specials, different things like that, just to get myself out there. And then um, in 2018 is when I got, like I said, I got that text and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this more serious. I'm going to pursue this. I still work full time, but I just really took my business more seriously, started really marketing it in a way as, you know, this is my creative agency. And right, right. it just went from there. And I lied to you not, I've been more busy than I have ever been <laughs> since that day. And I really like, I prayed, I said, God, I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you on this. And if this is the way that I need to go, I'm going to stick to it. And I have not seen a 
slow moment yet. Like I've been full speed ever since. And I'm just thankful that it did go the direction that I wanted to go. And I just never could have imagined me being in this, doing this type of work, like as something that I enjoy. So a, a way for me to now kind of leverage all of all of what I do is um, I decided to um, pretty much launch a, a um, kind of put myself in an agency position where um, I'm able to provide services for project management and, mm-hmm. and creative design, branding, and marketing. Wow. That's kind of where I am now. So I have Laquela P Enterprise. And under that, um, I will provide services for project management, process improvement, or operations, and IT. And then I will have also my um, branding and marketing with um, the graphics. So Wow. That, that is like powerhouse. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I love, I love the, the, the part where you said that there's a driving force that, you know, really brings you into that path. Even though you don't want to and you have other things, you still end up being in that same spot. You know, it's either being people influencing you or it's just your surroundings. Mm-hmm. And and I believe um, it is your calling. You are created to be um, not in that position, but, you know, it, it's constantly moving. But you are, mm-hmm. you are created for a purpose. And that purpose is connected to the skills, the talent, the gifts, we may say, that was... Uh, a part of your creation, right? Mm-hmm. No, more, no matter what I did, I'm like, well, that really wasn't what I was, you know, looking to do. But I'm excited about it because the thing that I feel connects me is like, I love helping people. I'm very creative. And a lot of times you find yourself, I, I, what I run into with a lot of my clients is they have an idea, but then they don't know how to take that idea to the next level or the direction for the idea. And I think that's where my creative um, part comes into play because I don't like doing things that look like someone else's. Right. I like I like for things to be very unique and different. And I like the challenge. I, I do. And a lot of times I'm always whenever I get clients, some people that come from another designer and not to discredit any designer's work. Yeah, yeah. Like they never, they couldn't bring my vision together. And some things that people come up with are out of this world, yes. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing the things that we think of, but just being able to like, at least put it together and give them a sense of what it could look like. And then actually being able to produce that, I find joy in it. I enjoy it. I love that. I love that. I think that's a that's a gift that you know. Um, mm-hmm. not everyone can. You mentioned that you know there's a lot of designers out there, but creating something is is very difficult. But you know, aside from that, creating something that would fit the persona of the brand that that's mm-hmm. a totally different story, right? Um, right. We can we, we can create a logo or a, a symbol or a you know, uh, something, uh, an illustration, an artwork, mm-hmm. a design, if you may. But connecting it to the brand, you know, making it a brand, connecting it to a, it's either a personal brand or a corporate brand, a product, a service, that's a different story because it should right. it should intertwine. And I love right. like what you said that, you know, you are in that stage. Now, my question is, um, Quay, how does branding work? Because um, you're a very, uh, you're, you're, 
a you are playing in the a game in your field you know you're handling clients you're building up brands you know starting consulting and handling business and creative at the same time so take me to that journey how does branding works in your perspective mm-hmm. well it's one it's important to make sure that a lot of people understand kind of what it is to be brand, branded. Yes, you have yes. People that's like, I have my business, but having a business and a brand is two totally different things. Exactly. And if you yeah. have a business, you want that business to have a voice and mm. speak out. Mm. And a lot of people think it's just getting a logo. And I'm like, it goes way beyond that. Yes. Like you know, in, in, in most of the people, when they say, uh, oh, I need a branding or I need a brand, what they meant was a logo. (laughs) So I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. And that's, that's the thing. It's just like helping them navigate that path. So like what I've learned to do now is like, even before attacking um, the logo is just going through branding and and making sure they understand that. Like what's your brand story? What's your brand messaging? Like, what is it that you want your brand to evoke to people? Love that. It's not just, you know, and even in terms of color, a lot of people don't understand how important color is. Yes. Um, elements. And a lot of people I get um, when they come work with me, you have clients that are, well, I like pink and purple and I like green. Okay. So, okay. Quay, Quay. This is a realistic situation. And, and I'm sure you've encountered this. What if a client comes in with their, you know, they're not stubborn, but they, they have this color in mind. It's like, Quay. I I I want this color. I want this in my brand. And and you check the color, and it's like what? <laughs> Very oh, opposite oh. in contrast of her brand. <laughs> so oh. so what do you do? What do you do with that? I mean, you can't argue. You can't argue. I mean, you, we can't always. But but end of the day, they will say no. It stays. <laughs> and that's one thing. And and I've seen I've seen designers do that. I've seen designers that try to force something on a client. And that is not my my way of doing things. What I like to do is just really educate them and have a conversation. But at the end of the day, I make sure I let them know that what I'm providing to you is a recommendation as an expert. But nice. I do you to be happy with your decision. And I always go through the colors because a lot of them don't even understand the <laughs> colors. So I will send them like different charts because you'll find multiple brand uh, brand color um, charts that have reds mean two totally different things. Or right, 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 right. But there are... They, uh, they have like a mixture of the color psychology and, you know, yeah. it, it, it just sometimes it, it mix, they, they mix it so much and it becomes so complicated. And, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like giving the clients a clear perspective of what it is to be, it right. goes the other way around. It does, and 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 I feel like it's still some of the like the basic fundamental ones that like you know green may mean money or wealth or speak to that evoke that type of um, of of or even um, clean environmental like you know those things still kind of go with green. But all I do is just have that conversation and say, hey, look, you know, your brand. And I, I mean, I did a two classes uh early in the year right when we were in COVID 
but I did branding your nonprofit and branding your business. And it's two different worlds, really, because you, if you're in the nonprofit world, there's certain things that you want to make sure your brand represents in different elements and colors. And it's just really making sure that they understand, hey, well, you want your, your, your design and your brand to come across as professional and you want people to take it serious. So certain things that you want to make sure you leave out. And if you're looking to capitalize on it, if it's not a nonprofit and you want to make money or if you are a nonprofit and you want to receive donations, you have to appear as if you have a reputable uh, brand. So that's what I do. I go through that, navigate the color schemes. And a lot of people are open once I start to show them that I'm knowledgeable of that. They trust me more because if they don't trust you, it's hard for them to really want to agree with you and if there's certain colors that they just can't live without then we try to work it in um just so that they can get what they want ultimately but again i make sure they know what i'm providing is a recommendation based on my experience and based on my expertise but i i don't i've never had a client that really kind of like shied away from that that was like oh i don't want any of that advice i want to stick with this purple pink and green like right, i never right. had that so that's been a, a plus for me so that way i know that they trust Trust my opinion, which is a good thing. Right. I mean, uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, if if you hand it over with, you know, with first with respect and then you explain it with, they will feel it that it's not that you're saying they're wrong and they don't know a thing about the brand. It's just that we, we in our field of expertise, um, it's very connected and we care for them, right? Yes. So yes. With, with with that said, um, we are now suggesting, like what you've said, these are recommendations. We are showing them uh, options and mm-hmm. giving them a, a big picture, showing them the perspective of what um, might work or not. But by the end of the day, it's always, you know, it, it's their brand. It's their brand and you're willing to help we're willing to help whatever it takes and and with that you know clients feel that and and once that they feel that they trust you and Mm -hmm. then it's not going to be you know there's no tension there's no tension i mean these are the things that um i think startup or big beginners in this field needs to learn and practice you don't just go to clients and say no this is not right i i am in this position this is what you need to do this is what you need to follow it doesn't work that way right you need to really establish a relationship uh show that you care show that they can trust you and then you know just just show your your recommendations and that you're there wh- whichever they they choose if they want to stick to what they want or they will grasp the options that you're presenting right and that's all it is it's just like i said building trust establishing trust building relationship that's important to me i don't take on any client that i feel like after i work with you today that we're not going to work together anymore so that's kind of why I'm very big on building relationship because it's things that and I see when I'm working with them that I think they could add on to their business later on and 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 grow Um, I'm all for that and I also present that to them you know while we're working together if they do take me on for the branding piece it's just now how can you scale your business and grow it outside of where you are, if they're in a position and they're ready for that. But that's important to me just to make sure I'm establishing a, a trust and a relationship 
and and being able to provide them great customer service. And, you know, you still run into issues sometimes here and there, but very rare if you approach and handle situations uh, a certain way. So that's that's important for me just to making sure, like I said, just establishing those relationships. Right, right, right. What are the basic tips that you can share for our listeners and our viewers about, you know, how the branding works, how to establish a brand? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for any listener that's an entrepreneur and you're starting up, it's just making sure you really um, know the reason why you're starting your business and, and as a, as a designer and, and a, a person that is looking to help you kind of bring it to life, it's very important that you come um, kind of prepared. It's, it's, it's the difference if you want to start a business and you're really not sure and you need that coaching and helping that you ask, you, you want to make sure it's clear up front that, Hey, I have an idea for a business. Um, I'm not sure what way I want to go with it. Right. I'm not sure where to start with the design, mm-hmm. website, I don't know. Because it's easier now for me to know, okay. And I do provide an onboarding process. So in that onboarding process, mm-hmm. I'm able to find out all of that information um, just from them completing the form. If you've ever worked with a designer, if you haven't worked with a designer, um, is this your first time um, starting a business? If you are you know, unsure, it's all in there for them to lay out to me. So that's where I I, I I love doing that just so. So if you're a designer and you're new, you want to make sure you have an onboarding process so that right. you can identify up front mm. um, those things. And then following that, I do consultations after I receive that. But if you are, again, a new entrepreneur, you just want to make sure you identify exactly what it is that you are looking for. And if you don't know, you, you make that very known up front because then that way, it's easier for the designer to help you. And if that designer is not a branding person or someone that can help you coach you through that, then that may not be the designer to work with because some designers, they just design. They they don't have yeah. the, the the time or they right. don't have the compassion to really sit down and mm-hmm. the passion to really work on helping you identify your business, brand it, grow it. Like that may not be their thing. Um, so that's good to know up front. So um, in terms of a designer, if you are able to identify that with your client, then it's much easier for you to navigate um, that path. So um, in terms of identifying your colors and concepts, do some research. I always tell people do market research before you even establish um, your business because you want to know where you stand in the market. Yeah. And then in terms of the logo and the design, where do you see your brand? If you're, where do you see your business? Because if you see yourself being sold in, or if you have a product and you see it being sold in high-end retail stores, then you know going into this, you have to think about it and think about those other high-end brands that are sold in that store. What does their brand look like? Yeah. Because you don't want to look like um, a cheesy, cartoonish <laughs> Uh, a fun brand and you want to be sold in a high-end retail right, store right. because you should now, know how you see yourself right right because it's brand positioning you have to yeah, position yeah brand positioning you have to be able to position yourself and be able to say okay these are my competitors how do i st- how do i look up aside these competitors and that's big and even when i and i, I haven't gotten to this 
this place yet, but hopefully I am getting close. Right. But if you get to a point where one of your brands happens to make it to um, to market and they are sold and picked up in a store, like does how does that retailer look at your product? Because if you are positioned where it looks the part and it looks like it can be in our stores and it's much easier for one of those sellers to look at that product and bring it home versus it not being really ready for market. So I always try to, anyone that I work with, I try to position their products and I ask those questions for a reason so that I can make sure that whatever we start with can put them to market and they don't have to go through a whole rebranding re-strategizing mm-hmm. what my labels should look like, what, right, what right. they look like. I try to position them for going straight to market. Yeah, the lo- the long term. Uh, that's important, mm-hmm. right? So it, it saves a lot of time and it's hassle-free money. in the long term. Yeah, and the money, yeah. And money, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, what is the greatest challenge you encountered in your business uh, in, in the context of you know branding? For a client, because um, because you've because you've been handling uh, a lot of businesses, business centric, mm-hmm. design centric. So, can you share us uh, the greatest challenge so far that you encountered? Um, well, I can say all of my challenges have forced me to pivot in my business and do di- things different. Um, but I would say one of the biggest challenges that I've dealt with is working on. Uh, client project and dealing with the client really their uncertainty again in what they really want and realizing that I wasted a lot of time and um and and I'm really starting to do like a whole bunch of of websites because I do design websites and today is what I call website Wednesdays so on website Wednesdays I provide feedback give people a review of their websites and just like help them either make sure that it's it's functional, it's working for them, things of that nature. And my biggest, uh, I I think that that one particular time I I took on a client and it was unclear what they want. They wanted to transition platforms and I spent so much time moving all of their, um, because they had an e-commerce, so the store, so all the inventory, right, to right. The site, setting it up completely. And then they say, oh, honestly, I'm not even going to use any of that inventory. <laughs> and I'm like, this has taken me the longest. I've never took so long to build a site. And this person, <laughs> they didn't really know. And now they have new inventory that they want me to add. Right, so right. that was very much of a headache. So that made me, force me to now establish clear guidelines for onboarding a website client. You have to provide me with your content. You have to make sure that these are the things that you're going to be using. Um, your images mm-hmm. are it's certain requirements for images. Right. Yeah. Um, so it just really forced me to like now, you know, even establishing my terms and agreement for things that are delayed. Yeah, that's very important. You run into things, unfortunately, you know, in July, um, we're dealing with COVID and I somehow contracted COVID. Really? Yeah. I was sick for about a week and it slowed down. Like business stopped. Yeah. Okay. 
I had to make sure like that now forces me to implement other other systems. So it all of the challenges that I have encountered has forced me now to like make sure I have certain criteria uh, in my terms and agreement, making sure people know like if you missed your your deadlines, how that delays your project or exactly if, yeah. if I am at fault at any like when I was sick, that mm-hmm. happened. I did mm-hmm. send out information, but aside from me sending out the information, I did delay people in right. their project. So just things that I can provide them as a good customer service. Hey, you know, what can I do to, to help fix my problem that right. I caught from being sick? So it's just been a lot of, of challenges that's really forced me to amp up things and, and enhance services and enhance my contracts just a lot so those challenges I feel like are needed um because when you go through these things it forces you to become better in your business exactly those are points that would really you know solidify and strengthen your business the Mm -hmm. process um and everything uh time management for you to for you also to improve those mm-hmm. are the things that you, you really yeah, need I'm not to perfect. Mm. i'm not perfect <laughs> yeah it, it happens to everyone and, and that's also a good indicator that your business is growing your business mm-hmm. is growing your skills are you you are acquiring new skills you are growing as well mentally and you know and spiritually you are acquiring a lot of learning so with that you also need to um, go beyond and learn, study. Okay, this is a new thing. How can we manage it properly? So th- that's a you know that's a signal that you're being blessed, and you're you know mm-hmm. you are also being a blessing to people around you. Exactly, I agree. But you need to rest. <laughs> you oh, need to take a lot of rest. Trouble. I get in trouble for that a lot. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, now, now that, that is non-negotiable. You mm-hmm. need to rest because if you break down, then everything will collapse. People, clients, partners, uh, your team depends on you. If, mm-hmm. if you will be out of the picture, then that wouldn't be as powerful as a, you know, the team would, wouldn't work as solid as it is. So you need to take rest um, learn how to delegate task, you know. So the problem with you know creators like us, we we think we can manage it all, but there's up to a certain extent only, right? We need yes. to trust our team. We need to build a powerful team, um, trust them, empower them, and you know work together yeah. as a team. You cannot be successful if you're a lone wolf. Yeah, and that's that's and you're touching on all the things that I'm actually doing now because I realize now that my business has grown. So now it's time for me to scale it and add on. So I am in the process of um, hiring a new designer and an assistant um, just to help. Um, even with the emails, I get tons of emails every day. Yeah. Like I need to make sure that I'm able to leverage and then take on what I can take on and not take on so much. Because I experienced that and I don't want to burn out, you know, just because I'm just started. I don't want to burn out right away. So that's what I'm working on now is just really getting a team because I can't be a one woman show forever. (laughs) And it's not going to allow me to really be an effective creator. Like it's one thing to be a creator, but I want to be effective. I want to know that 
what I'm doing is helping my clients to be successful and not just me. You know, I want to be able to see them achieve certain levels um, in their business as well. So that's where I am and making sure I'm getting my own time, making sure I'm doing some self-care and and mentally um, being in a good place only because I feel like you can't be as creative when you're not in a good place. Exactly. Exactly. That's what my focus is now. Right. Wow. That was a powerful story. Very inspiring story and a lot of learnings and tips that really are helpful if you're a business owner or if you're in the creative side. Wow. Thank you, Quay. Thank you, Quay. Now, um, we are in the part that we will play a game. Okay, so we started off with inspirational backstories, learning after learning, tips. And now this is the part that we will be kids <laughs> and play a game. So we call this, we call this part of the podcast of this episode the creative fast talk. Okay. So what's gonna okay. happen is I'm going to ask you questions, random questions that doesn't have any connection to your expertise, to our topic, to whatsoever. All right. These are random, silly questions. So random that I only saw it right now. All right. So, (laughs) so, so that's, that's how natural it is. My team will, my team just sent me those messages, maybe halfway of our conversation. Although I can, I can choose which one will go first but everything is new. So (laughs) that's going to be fun. All right. Don't spend too much time thinking what to answer. First word comes into your mind. Shoot. All right. Okay. Okay. First question. If you're an animal, what animal would you be and why? I would be an elephant. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> they are um, very unique. Um, and I think they are strong. They represent, but they're gentle too, I think. Very gentle mm-hmm. beings. But um, I think an elephant would be what I would do. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> Next Instagram or YouTube? Uh, Instagram. <laughs> okay. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I haven't gotten to TikTok yet. I'm trying to get there. Yeah, I think that's a, uh, th- there's a lot. I, I've, you know, my colleagues that are in branding and business, they're utilizing um, TikTok now. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the, I think it's the second episode. Um, we featured one of the biggest, you know, um, advertiser that is jumping and utilizing in TikTok and it's doing a good job. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I can see a, it, it's a is. I've seen some people that's used it for business, and they have done a phenomenal job. Right, I need right. to jump in. I, I haven't even sat down. I downloaded the app, and that was it. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I'm I'm. Uh, we're in the same boat. I created my profile. <laughs> it's just there, you know, just waiting for the golden moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Dun, dun, dun. Spring or fall. I like the fall. Okay. Ocean like or mountains? Um, I have to do mountains. Wow. Are, are you into hiking? No, but I like nature. I do. Ooh, I enjoy it. Okay, okay. Cats or dogs? Have to go with the dog. Text 
or calls? Uh, I'll go call. <laughs> yeah, me too. What was your <laughs> dream job? Your ultimate dream job? Ultimate dream job was, I would, I would still say it's in it's project management, but I really wanted to do it in, uh, in the cybersecurity space. So Ooh. that's still like the ultimate dream job. Ooh, favorite movie? Favorite movie? Don't lag. Um, but I would say, um, it's so funny because it's, it's an old movie, but I like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, come on. I love that also. I love that. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a reader? Somewhat. Okay. Favorite book? Hmm. I read Secrets. I'm not sure if you ever seen it. Uh, that was a good book for me. Okay. What are you afraid of? Spiders. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hate spiders. I won't even kill it if I see it. Really? I, I'm afraid it's going to jump. <laughs> what happened? Why Why are you afraid of spiders? What happened? Because I, and you know, I recently was, was bitten by one, but... Ooh. I'm afraid of them because they're like the smallest but most deadliest creatures you can find. <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't, you get bit by one, and if it's poisonous, that could be the end of your life. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. But my experience in being bitten, I'm not sure what I was bit by, but I do know that it was a spider. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Next question: Europe travel or Asia travel? That's a tricky one. Yeah. I would say Europe, but I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in between. I like Asia for the, that would be more on the food. I think I would want to just try the food. Europe is more on the fashion. And yeah, yeah. You can get both. But I don't <laughs> well, you mentioned food. There's a question here about food. What is the weirdest thing you ever try eating? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ask anybody that knows me, they can't. They they say I eat the weirdest things. I eat the craziest things. Okay. Um, but I would say the weirdest thing that I've tried to eat was um, I, I mean everyone eats oysters and the I, I eat pretty much everything. Um, but I would say they were raw oysters, and I never really got into it. And I'm like Oof. still trying to figure it out, but I can't. That's one thing I can't get into. Mm-hmm. But the weirdest thing I probably ate would say a squirrel. Oh, come on. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a country girl. I'm, I grew up in the country and my grand, right. my great, my great grandfather had, um, had killed one and cooked it and, and I tasted it. Wasn't bad. Yeah. Well, was it a stew or a roast one? Um, I think he kind of like, he stewed it a little bit cause mm. it was like, he baked it and it was, right. I mean, Mm. It didn't look like it, but it was good. I, I would I would say from what I remember, because I was very young, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> right. Okay. Last question. If you have a power, if you have a power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? This is a good one. <laughs> so I have uh, my godmom. She was a hundred when she died, but she would have been 101. Mm. 
um, because she died like right before a month before her birthday. Mm. And I say her because she went to the hospital for the first time when she was 93. She was known for all these remedies. Mm-hmm. Everything you could imagine you had if you're sick, she had mm-hmm. a cure for it. Wow. If I could bring her back, I would bring her back because I'm trying not to get emotional. But oh. she, she, like, I would want to document all of those remedies and all of those cures because I lie to you not, the things that I would see her help people with right. or the things that I even, I would get colds or yeah. you get scars, anything. And you try what she tells you and it works. Wow. Like someone like her to be 93 and the doctors were so impressed when she first went to the hospital for being sick. Right. They could not believe it. And I feel like she would still be living today. She ended up uh, finding out she had uh, cancer in her bladder at at 100. Okay. Um, But she was very alert. She, she, we, everything, she went and traveled more than me. Wow. Wow. But um, she ended up going through chemo and radiation. And I think that's kind of what kind of uh, made her kind of go a little yeah. quicker. If she didn't do that, I feel like she'll still be here today because mm-hmm. she was that amazing. So that would wow. be about three. Wow. Amazing story and amazing answers. Well, mm-hmm. Quay, thank you so much for being such a wonderful, wonderful guest here in the mm-hmm. Creative Talk. Um, Feel free to promote your social media accounts or any projects, any releases that you're planning to. The floor is yours. All right. So for all of you guys that are following me, head over to my Instagram is vanitygraphics underscore. And I have my cosmetics is Venom Cosmetics. So that's Venom like snake venom, Venom Cosmetics. <laughs> Um, and, um, if you're looking just for my own personal page and personal inspirations with branding, it's Laquela, L-A-Q-U-A-I-L-A-P as in Paul. Um, and that's my personal page. And my website is www.vanitygraphics.com. And Venom has its website, venomcosmetics.com. But Wednesday, again, I announced is website Wednesday. So if you have a website, if you are unsure, if you are in a position, you don't know if you should get a website, if you should do a landing page, mm. if you need an audit of your website, is it functional? Does it really have all the features you need? Whatever you can think of, Wednesdays are my website Wednesdays. I do that from the Quayla P, um, that platform on Instagram. So you can definitely check out my Insta story, send me a DM, send me your website links, and I'll do whatever I can to assist. Wow. I'm sure when we uh when this episode goes live, there's a lot of people who's gonna contact you and you know, they're gonna be flooding. They're gonna be flooding. <laughs> it's important. I I decided to do the website Wednesdays because there's so many people that I get as clients and you have people that design a website, but then it's not something they can utilize. It's just want to spend the money on something that's not going to work for you. So that's mm. why I decided to do that. And then I have people that are starting businesses and don't know, like, you don't really even need a full website. You just need a simple landing page. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's something that I wanted to do to just try to help people out a little bit. So if you are in need, don't hesitate to shoot me a DM. 
Sure, sure, sure. Thank you so much, Quay. Thank, Thank you, you so me. much. Thank you, you so much. Awesome, 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 awesome. And I've watched, <laughs> um, I've listened to some of your other podcasts. Very good topics. Very good people you've been bringing on. And I look forward to establishing our new relationships. So I'll be definitely following and engaging. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Guys, if you need expertise, help, guidance, website, you know, branding, feel free to contact Quay here. We will post her social media accounts and feel free to send her a DM and keep a connection. She's a wonderful person and I assure you she will help you along the way. So guys, check us uh, the Creative Talk podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We also have a YouTube channel. Feel free to check out uh, the videos and subscribe. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in this wonderful episode. Thank you so much, Quay. You are thank such you. a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, guys. This is the Creative Talk with me, Jan Santos, and our wonderful guest, Quay. Stay safe. God bless. Bye. <laughs>